is Shaw Wild, and you are about to do some yoga with me. This is a class that I taught in my studio live with three students who were all wanting some vinyasa, but they wanted it slow because their hips and their legs were sore because they were training for a marathon. So this one will be really good for the lower body. And uh, just so you know, the first like eight minutes of class, the audio is recording straight through my phone, and then for the rest of the class, the rest of the hour, it's uh, my microphone finally switched on. So the quality of the audio gets better and better as the class goes on. All right, get yourself all set up cozy, roll out your mat, come into Downward Dog. First couple poses that we do, the downward dog, the rag doll, the child's pose, they're all inward and you're folding into your own little bubble. So they're, they're, we do those poses first because we're out in the world and it's crazy out there. And then you come onto the yoga mat and we come down and close it. You close your eyes, breathe in through your nose, out through your nose. your toes wide, bring your weight back more than your heels, 
Stay where you are, but take your hands and bring them behind your back. Lace your fingers together. Big breath in, reach your chest forward. Exhale, fold back down. Bring your hands, or keep your hands behind you. And open up the shoulders. You feel the tension in the shoulders. And your toes turn white. Slowly roll through your spine. So back is round, shoulders are heavy, chin is to your chest, reach up to the sky when you get to the top. Bring your hands together. Close your eyes. Feet touch, the insides of your feet touch. Push down into the floor through your feet. You feel the ground underneath. You wiggle around a little bit. Push down. Grow up tall through all your bones. You get as tall as you can. Reach up through the top of your head. One ohm together. Breathe in. on the floor. Big breath in, reach your arms up to the sky, fingertips touch, fold forward. Breathe in as you lift up halfway. Breathe out as you step back to plank. Lower down all the way to your belly. Cobra, hands are by your chest, but there's no weight in your hands. So elbows are off the floor, it's like this. <laughs> this, is, this is an old yoga oh, mat. <laughs> Don't worry, your yoga mats are all very sticky. Okay, the cobra, the hands are back here, fingertips in line with the nipples. Elbows are up towards the sky, but pulling in towards the body. It's a low cobra, and then a high cobra is straightening, but the hips are on the floor, and the upward dog is just the hips off the floor. So we're going to do the low cobra first, and we're going to slowly warm up the back. So exhale, come down, forehead to the ground. Inhale, low cobra. Exhale, forehead down. Inhale, high cobra. Come back down. High cobra, roll up. See if you can actually feel your spine rolling, one bone at a time, coming back down, one inch of skin at a time. Upward dog, push your feet into the floor, lift the legs off the ground, strong arms. And come all the way back down, so hips lower down, belly down, chest down. Up dog, down dog. floor between your feet. Spread your fingers wide, thumb and pointer finger forward. Bring your feet together, lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your knee, roll your hip open. Spread your toes wide. Yeah, and wake up the foot. Bring your right knee to your nose and shift your weight forward into the plank. Hold it. 
hold here. You're going to feel your core get warm. Bring your thigh up into your chest more. Round your back. Tuck your chin to your chest. Push down through your hands. Okay. Inhale, reach your leg back. Put your foot down. Lift your left leg up. Bend your knee, roll your hip open. Keep your shoulders square so the left shoulder pushes down. Lift your leg higher, spread your toes wide. Breathe. Bring your left knee into your chest. Nose to knee, squeeze, round your back, lift up higher. Higher, 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 push down through the arms more. Round. Inhale, reach your leg back. Step forward to the front of your mat. Halfway lift. Fold down. Breathe out. Relax your head. Stand up all the way. Reach to the sky. Look up at your thumbs. Fold forward. Breathe out. Halfway lift. Draw your shoulder blades together at the back. Plank. Slowly lower down all the way to your belly. Cobra, low cobra. Down. High cobra. Down, spread your fingers wide. Upward dog. Spread your shoulder blades wide. Or sorry, your, your collarbones wide and your shoulder blades come together. There we go. Downward dog. Be still. <clears throat> Turn this hand out more there. So this finger goes straight forward. Yeah, I like that. Bend your elbows a little bit. You imagine that there's a like a big beach ball in between your arms. You just push into my arms. Push into my arms. Yeah. A little strength, a little bit of a bend in the elbows. Bend your knees a little bit. Take your sit bones higher. Lift your heels up, breathe in. Bend your knees down low. Come to the front of your mat, walking or jumping. Halfway lift, fold. We'll go a little bit faster. Inhale, reach to the sky, all the way up. Fold forward. Halfway lift, fold. Reach to the sky. <laughs> fold. Halfway lift, shoulder blades together, chaturanga. You're gonna go down as far as you want, so you can do any cobra or up dog. Inhale, back bend. Exhale, down dog. Lift your right leg to the sky. Step your right foot forward between your hands. Hold it in the low lunge for a moment. So we're gonna get into the hips gently. So we're on our way to warrior one, but before we go all the way up, the hips are going like forward towards the front ankle. You'll feel it in the front of the left thigh. Okay, now plant your back foot and rise up. Look up at your hands. And plant the back foot down so it's warrior one. 
and then Davey, take your feet wider so that the left foot is further to the left. Do you understand? So when you're in Warrior One, your feet are on train tracks and this foot is just stepping back. And if you make it more narrow or start to cross over, your, your stability is getting pulled too, too far to the center. Yeah. Palms face each other. Look forward at one spot. Inhale, look up at your hands. Big breath out as you come back down and flow through the vinyasa. So we're gonna go chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Yeah, savor each movement. Left foot to the sky. Step forward into your low lunge. Feel the juicy hips. Like you let your body weight sink down forward. And you're also asking your body, like the, the first movements. I really like doing these gentle, deep lunges as a way to see how the body feels. Like you know if your hips are sore, but to actually go into the space and to, it's like if you know what's going on in someone's life, but you still ask them, how are you doing? Like, I want to hear it from your perspective. So you know your hips are probably sore or waking up and then you come into a lunge like this and you're like, well, tell me about it. <laughs> like, I'm really here to feel how you feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, I'm, uh, Okay, plant your back foot, warrior one. So once we've taken the time to acknowledge at that like slower pace, then we can start to move a little faster because now the body really thinks that we're there paying attention. Palms together, spread your fingers wide. Flow down, exhale, chaturanga. Up dog, inhale. Down dog. Bring your feet back just a little bit further. Mm -hmm. And then your drishti point where you look with your eyes is like right here behind your feet. Lift your sit bones higher. Relax your jaw. Relax your forehead. Inhale, heels up high. Bend your knees low. Look forward, step, walk, jump forward. Nice, halfway lift. Fold, chair, just for uh, three counts. One, sit down lower, pull your belly in. Two, <laughs> look up, three, fold forward. Halfway lift, chaturanga. Up dog, down dog. Right leg up to the sky. Warrior one. Warrior two. Open up. This is a hip stretch. It's kind of like this. It's in the family of the splits. So you're taking your two hips and you're making them go in opposite directions. Different than warrior one, where you're bringing the hips towards each other. In warrior two, it's this open straddle. And the knee of the front leg needs to stay open so it doesn't collapse in. Lift up from underneath the arch of the back foot 
As the inside arch reaches up, the outside edge will push down. This uh, action in the foot helps you ground into the earth and then it activates up the back leg. And this is the muscles of the shin. Sink down three inches lower in the leg. We're just going to get them a little bit warmer, and then we're going to do some deep leg stretches. Engage your belly muscles. Mm -hmm. Shoulder blades pull together. Soften your jaw. Reverse warrior. Chaturanga, exhale. Back bend. Down dog. Left leg to the sky. Warrior one. Stretch your body longer. Warrior two. Extend out. So your front arm's trying to touch the front wall. Back hand's trying to touch the back wall and you're getting pulled. It's like a tug of war game. As the arms pull out in opposite directions, you're also pulling into the center. Belly pulls in, tailbone goes down. <laughs> And then the front leg comes out to the side. It's, everything is always two directions. Out and in at the same time. Up and down at the same time. Tailbone down, belly button up. Soften the body. So we have all these little adjustments that bring all this strength, and then you just have to ride it gently. So relaxing. Reverse your warrior. Bend deeper in the front leg. Don't forget about it. Chaturanga. Up dog. And down dog. Be still. How, do, how does the bodies feel? Good. <laughs> <laughs> your arms are tired. Come down onto your forearms. So this is a downward dog on the forearms. So the elbows are on the ground. This is a, uh, it's called a dolphin. Legs stay high. Davy and Yulia don't want to do it? <laughs> You're like, I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's your prerogative. I'm just checking. <laughs> Walk your feet in closer to your elbows. Mm -hmm. Bring your elbows an inch closer to each other. Spread your fingers wide so your hands are part of the foundation and you feel the earth underneath the squishiness of your mat. Lift your right leg to the sky. Make circles with your ankle. <laughs> Breathe in. Breathe out. Put your foot down. Let's do the other side. Lift it up. Relax your head. Child's pose. Mm. That's why we're <laughs> you're like, hate you for all this other stuff. Well, now child's pose feels better, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I could have done it right away. <laughs> as much as we want it to feel good all the time, um, life keeps doing this up and down thing where it's really shitty and then it's really good, and it's like flowing between them. So, like, I keep, I was telling you guys about it this morning, the, the yoga practice for me is now like, 
anything that happens in life. I'm like, okay, it doesn't feel good. Well, I just have to let it go. And that happens like when the parking is happening with the sports game and it's difficult. It's like I just want it to be so easy, but the fact that it gets challenging is the opportunity for me to learn how to how to let things go and be calm and happy anyway. And I totally am like learning that skill on my yoga mat. It's like doing the really hard poses so that the moment the easier ones come, it just feels better and like letting them all coexist. Puppy dog. Puppy dog, also known as melting heart. You're gonna keep your knees on the ground, slide your hands further forward, arms stay on the ground, and the tailbone goes to the sky, and the heart comes down towards the floor. Hips are right above the knees. So this one's really good for opening up the heart. If there has been any you know, tension or frustration or anything in your body that doesn't feel so good, negative thoughts, negative feelings, imagine that they're all pouring down, like they got stored in the hips, all the emotion, and it's sliding down and melting away, getting into the heart region. Any emotion in the heart, it all melts into the mat. Breathe deeply. Practicing letting go. Downward dog. You had shaky muscle. I could see it shaking from across the room. <laughs> I think that's partly a testament to how big your muscle is and then <laughs> like how much it was shaking. Spread your shoulders wide. Breathe in. So pranayama. Pranayama is the controlling of our energy in our body. The prana, the chi, the breath. So bring all of your attention to your nose. Breathe in. And on purpose, breathe out. Slowly control the exhale. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your knee, roll your hip open. Stretch it and flip the dog over if it feels good. Yes, yes, yes. Even more. Reach through the hands. Crescent lunge. Right foot comes forward. I'm switching it up just straight to the crescent lunge. Arms to the sky. Back foot is lifted up high. This is the last thing we're gonna do that's hot in the legs. Go as high as you can on your back foot. So the back leg kind of pushes you forward and you're right up on high on the toes. Whee! And come down, bring the back knee to the floor, point the toes back. And you're just getting more into the hippie stretch. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
Okay, stay here. If you want to add more, this hand comes back and grabs the foot. And now you got a quad stretch. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. You can also just try and lift the foot off the floor just a little bit to get the engagement. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Bring your hands down. Waddle the front foot out to the side. This is called a lizard lunge. Both hands are on the inside. You stay right here. If you want more, you come down. You can use your block too as a middle ground for the forearms. Yeah. Relax your head. You feel, can you feel resistance? And then see if there's a difference between stretching versus resistance. Like there's the, the actual tension of the muscle. It literally can't go any further, so you're right at the edge and you're making that muscle longer. And then there's the resistance of the muscle could actually go a little bit longer, but you feel like you're, it's holding back. Maybe the body's kind of clenching or you're mentally holding back because you know how intense it is. So see if we can melt away some of the resistance. Usually it starts by softening somewhere else in your body. You relax your face, you relax your shoulders. And then that melts all the way down through the other parts of the body. Relax the head down. Okay, enough. Downward dog. <laughs> enough of that. Can you feel the, do you know what I'm talking about when I say the difference between the stretch and the resistance? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and I notice when I like, pay attention to a different part of my body, mm. relaxing. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, we're going to lift the left leg to the sky. Bend your knee, roll your hip open. Focus on the front of your hip and how this is really spacious in the pelvis. Keep the bottom foot, the one that's on the floor, straight forward because it wants to roll out to the side. Yeah. Stay or flip the dog. Mm hmm. Yeah. Push down, roll and lift here. And reach out. Pull your shoulder blades together. And come back around. Crescent lunge. Ooh. Start off in the full crescent lunge, so we're up high. Nice, low, and juicy in the legs. The elements, the more I learn about chakras, the more interesting yoga becomes. Because the, each chakra has its own element. Okay, what do we do next? Come down a little bit lower? Yeah, here. Um, the bottom chakra, the root chakra, is the element of the earth. So it's your legs, your feet, your pelvis. It's whatever's touching the floor right now that makes you feel stable. And the next chakra above that is the sacral chakra, which is in the core of your pelvis here, and that's water. So it's learning how to have your legs really stable. Yeah, and you can start to bend the back leg. <laughs> and you have to push down. So as the back leg comes up, you're going to get wobbly. So everything that's touching the ground, push down into it more like a pillar into the earth. 
And then the water element lets you kind of be flexible and bendy so you're not like rigid and just like falling over. Okay? <laughs> so they work together. And when you're ready, you're gonna bring both hands down. Get into this lizard lunge. You okay? That can be a lot on the knee. So in the future, you can roll your mat over the pad of the knee. Too much pressure on the bone? Relax your head down. The back of your neck is long. And feel into the resistance versus the stretching. This is probably one of the most intense poses that we're going to be doing. So let yourself go into it a little bit deeper and face that intensity knowing that the rest of the poses will probably be more relaxing. So you can show up fully and squeeze out everything you need. a downward dog. Okay. Triangle with the right leg in front. And step forward. You can go into it through warrior two. Get your feet positioned and then straighten the front leg. Reach forward. Bring the hand down, grab your block, and the block's on the outside of the foot. Any height. Stack all the joints of your arm. So wrist, elbow, shoulder, shoulder, elbow, wrist. It's a nice long line. And the tilt of your pelvis here will change the stretch that you feel in the hamstrings. So if you think of this top, bone here and it can point down towards the floor or it can point up towards the sky and when you bring it down you can feel it probably gets tighter in the front leg do you feel that yeah so it's kind of like what we're saying about the warrior one and like if the hips are coming apart or coming together we're trying to pull the hips kind of together and then send the tailbone back and it gets a whole different part of the muscle in the leg when the right hip pulls back and under. Breathe in. Breathe out. On an inhale, stand up and turn your feet towards the gray wall. Toe-wee! Toes turn in, hands on your hips. Inhale, lift your chest up. Exhale, fold forward. Drop your hands between your feet and walk your hands towards the orange wall. Try and pull your body underneath. Relax the top of your head down to the ground.
Shake out your head, yes and no, side to side, forward and back. Plant your right hand underneath your face. Lift your left arm up to the sky, rotate, breathe in. Reach your left hand, the one that's up in the sky, across your body and grab your right leg. And reach your right arm to the sky. Take your right hand and thread it through the hole that your arm is making and see if you can hold on to the other leg. Underneath the body instead of behind the body. Yeah, now here's the trick. See if you can get your head through the hole. This is just fun play now. Mm -hmm. Keep holding your right hand, holding the left hand. You're holding both legs and your head is tucked underneath your left armpit. You're stuck. This is beautiful. <laughs> it feels really good, right? Doesn't it? And then we're just going to hang out here and breathe for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Untangle, slowly stand up. And we're gonna do warrior two to the back of the room. So left leg bends. Triangle, straighten your leg. Reach forward, lower it down. I'm bringing you your blocks, don't, don't freak out too much. <laughs> the body gets, I always feel so bad because the body's all set up and then you have to destroy the pose to go grab a block. Sometimes if we're really on top of it as teachers, you actually cue the pose with the block. Like forward fold, pick up your block, mm. stand forward. And <laughs> it, it's very well thought out ahead of time. <laughs> Draw your shoulder blades together. There's a squeeze of the muscles in the back. As the back gets stronger, the front, the chest, the heart opens. I keep thinking of this metaphor as like when you have your own back, you can open up your heart. Squeeze here. Spread your fingers wide so there's life in the fingers. This is one of my favorite yoga assists. You literally just walk around the classroom when there's like 50 students and you just spark their fingers. <laughs> and it's just like energy. Energy. I didn't touch you. Use your core, so your belly button's gonna pull into your spine, and that's gonna lift you up to stand. Turn your toes in, grab your hands behind your back, fold forward. Mm, tailbone up towards the sky. Let it go. And we need to get into the pretzel on the other side. So I believe it's the uh, right hand is going to reach across to the left leg. The left arm, reach it to the sky, and then bring it through the hole to touch the right leg. And there we go. Head goes under the armpit of the right arm. It's a cute pose. Pretzel pose.
Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your nose powerfully. Feel it in the back of your throat. Feel the ground underneath. And which parts of your body feel really stable? And which parts of your body feel like they're moving a lot? Good. It's time to come out naturally. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're coming out. All right, very slowly, rewind, unwind. <clears throat> Step to the front of your mat. Shake out your legs. We're going to do one tree pose on each side, and then we're going to come to the floor. So lift your right leg up to the inside of your foot. <laughs> not expect that. Reach your arms up. Look up at your hands. Look at one spot. You can either look at your thumbs or try and look at the ceiling. The higher your drishti point is or the further away from you it is, the harder it is to balance. So it's, um, if you're trying to focus on something a mile over there, that'll be harder than something in this room. Okay. And we're still connecting with the legs and the hips. So squeeze the butt muscles. Feel how that opens the fronts of the hips. Push your leg and your foot together. Belly button lifts in and up. Relax every part of your body. Bring the foot down. Shake it out. And you notice the difference between like super loose and relaxed versus like waking up and coming back into the structure. Left side. And just go straight into it. Don't think about it. Just lift up, balance. Look at something and don't move your eyes. When the eyes are looking at different places and moving around, usually that's a sign that the mind is wandering. They go together, where you're looking and where you're thinking. So looking at one spot helps to steady the mind and clear the thoughts. You're taking control of the whole system. Squeeze into the center. Push down through your standing foot. Reach up through your fingertips. Exhale, relax it down. Shake it out. Squeeze your body all tight together. Lift up on the toes. Reach your arms to the sky. Very slowly, come all the way down. Down to down to down to down. And then you're gonna sit onto your butt. Take your legs out in front. For just a moment here, we're holding the boat pose. This is the easier version. If you wanna make it more intense, straighten the legs, hover the legs. Your drishti is your big toes. So you look straight at your big toes, breathe in, and breathe out. Lower down slowly, five, four, three, two, one. All the way down, bring your feet in, bridge, open your hips. So the cool thing about all of these yoga poses is that whatever part of your body you wanna focus on, most of the yoga poses are in, like they're touching all parts of the body. So it's where you're putting your attention. This could be a shoulder pose, but because we're doing all these hip and leg focused poses today, the bridge is a hip and leg pose. It's also a back bend. 
it's also a neck stretch. <laughs> so it's wherever you put your attention. So spread your toes wide, push down into your legs, and use it to open up your hips. On an exhale, roll down. One more time, go up. Roll down on an exhale. And dead bug, bring your feet to your hands. <laughs> You're gonna feel this in the legs and the hips, I bet. <laughs> Bring your knees down to your armpits, squeeze. Roll side to side on your back. When you breathe in, can you feel your breath in your back, in the back of the lungs, on the floor? The heart chakra, the element of the heart chakra is air. So air, the breathing, the movement of energy, is the entire upper torso, the shoulders, the arms, even to the hands. So breathe in through your nose, fill your chest, and imagine that the air is going all the way down your arms to your hands to touch your feet. Okay, bring your knees into your chest, give them a little hug. We're gonna do waterfall pose or shoulder stand. So if you're doing waterfall, take the block and you put it underneath your hips and your legs go to the sky. Rest your hands by your side. Shoulder stand all the way up. Rest your back on your hands. This is one of the best things that you can do when your legs are sore, hips are sore. This is the queen of all poses. And right? It's so therapeutic. It's so therapeutic. Julio, when you're doing your marathon training, this can be one of the best things to do after you're running. Do you do it after you're running? No. No. Um, and it's super helpful because. I mean, it's helpful on any day, but especially if you did a lot of walking or a lot of running where your feet and your legs were taking a lot of pounding mm -hmm. and then the, the gravity was pulling down and the blood and everything was like downward, downward, downward. So you go upside down and now the legs, they instantly, it's, it's like a weight off their shoulders. They're like, oh, gravity pulls the blood the opposite direction. I like to stay here for... If, I, if I'm timing it, I would do a couple minutes. If I'm just feeling it, I stay until my feet feel a little lightheaded. They're light-footed. <laughs> They're like a little tingly or empty or like they go really white. You know, there's been a change and a shift. That's actually like most yoga poses. When I'm practicing on my own, it's, I stay there until I feel something shift. Like, oh, there was a release or whatever was holding on finally let go. You can keep your feet up there, or you can drop them behind you towards the floor. Hmm. 
And slowly, when it feels good, roll down. I'm gonna move. Yeah. Let's do a twist. Bring your right leg into your chest. Move it over to the left. Stretch it out long. Yes. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Also, when you're doing the running and the walking, your spine's getting a pounding, like all the bones are jumping together. So any of the twists or tractions, like bridge, will help the bones. Squeeze your knees into your chest. Straighten your legs straight up towards the sky so you have one last stretch of the hamstrings. You're gonna grab behind and pull your legs towards your face. We're gonna go from here to the Shavasana, but we're gonna go slowly, so I'm gonna count down. So until I say zero, you're still moving. When I hit zero, you're in Shavasana. Okay, so 10, Nine, eight, seven, six, <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Shavasana, complete relaxation, zero. Bleh. <laughs> Bleh. <laughs> it's a corpse pose. The whole body just. Let's go. <clears throat> Take your hands a little further away from your body. It's more space to relax. Drop everything. Whatever your yoga practice was, it's over. You got what you needed out of it. Take something and let it go. And then use Shavasana as a place to breathe really deeply and soak in anything else that you'd like from your practice. A little bit more relaxation. your eyebrows and your jaw. 
Big breath in. Exhale, move your fingers and your toes. Curl over to your right side. Come up to sitting with your hands together in front of your heart. Eyes closed. One ohm. your thumbs up to your forehead. Namaste. How are your legs? My, um, my secret teacher strategy plan was to focus more on hips and low back mm -hmm. rather than going straight for the hamstring. Um, I didn't know if it was going to work for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a side attack. <laughs> yeah. Sneak attack. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. OK. We have a couple minutes before your departure to make mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, call Peter. Hey, hey. You made it all the way to the end. Congratulations. It always feels so good, doesn't it, to get to the end of a yoga class? Thank you so much for practicing with me at home. If you want to send me a message and let me know that you're out there practicing with me, if you know me personally, just send me a text message. Otherwise, you can leave a comment. You can find me on Instagram at Shaw Wild. You can find me on YouTube. Shaw Wild is my channel. You can go straight to my website, shawwild.com. And um, let me know if you have any special requests or any questions or anything cool that came up during your practice that you want to share. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to come to class in person in my studio, you can also contact me and I'll send you a personal invitation and then maybe you can come to one of these live classes. Alright, have a great day. Drink some water. Hello, hello. How you doing? My name is Shaw and this is a live recording of a yin yoga class that I taught in my studio in Seattle. I had a couple women with me. It's a small, cozy class. This is an all-ladies yin class, so it's deep, juicy emotions. We focused in this class on hips, and the conversation that we had before the class was we all kind of um, tell our stories of what's going on in our lives and all of us were getting so caught up in uh, imposter syndrome 
So I taught, I was inspired to teach a class that just brought us back into the present moment where none of that stuff in our mind exists or matters. You come into the present moment, it's all better. Go ahead and come under your mat and we'll start in a child's pose. How do you feel now? Hopefully, really good. All the ladies and I sat around and had some tea and chocolate, and we hung out for two hours after this class. And we talked about sex and how amazing it is to have a community of women to gather and just be together and be present together, and how rare it is that um, we're actually present with people. Like, when we walked into the room at the start of the class, we were buzzing and lots was going on in our minds and lots was going on. We were kind of stressed, you know? And then we spent an hour doing this stretching and we felt better and we felt present. We felt calm. So I hope you feel that too. And then because we were fully present together, we were able to have this deep, fun, playful conversation and connect on a level that we just you don't connect with people with generally, you know? Like... In the course of a day, how often are you really that? You and another person are both totally present. Um, It takes something like doing a yoga practice or a meditation or a long walk to, to arrive fully embodied in that present moment. So to share that with other people, that's why it's so magnificent to do yoga with other people. So if you're alone right now and you're doing your yoga practice at home, just know like there are other people out here doing yoga if you can find some people do it together get your friends to come and do these classes with me if you know me come to my studio you know when classes and I'm here in the present moment always waiting to meet up with you and it's just so much better life is so much better in the present moment like life is precious in the present moment You don't want to live your life not in the present and then get slapped in the face by life and have it yell at you and be like, yo, I'm precious, pay attention. You want to be there present, looking at life in the eyes, being like, I know you're precious. I'm here. I'm here to meet you. And I think that's probably one of my favorite things about being a yoga teacher is that I get to invite other people into the present moment and just be with them. My life path and the work I do is all about just being present. Come and be in your body. Be grateful that you're in your body. Be grateful to be in this present moment together. And when we all arrive in this present moment together, it is not boring. It is so rich because we are in it together and there's a universe inside of each of us to explore. Like inside of each of us, there is there are so many layers so many stories, traumas, victories, worries, wisdom. It's like just in the, it's inside the other people. And you can get it from books and movies and, and podcasts. And you, you know, you're trying to get that stuff that's inside other people into you. You're going to feed yourself with that. But when you come and you're just in, in the present moment with another human, all that stuff and the juiciest bits of it come out to be shared and 
if you're coming together and having conversations and meeting with people, but you're not doing something like yoga or something first, then it's probably going to feel kind of disjointed, like these random-ass conversations that you're having. You know what I mean? Like, you want to hang out with someone, but then you kind of have this fear in your belly to actually go hang out with somebody because you're like, I know it's not going to go well. Or I know it's going to be awkward. Or I know it's going to throw me out of alignment. Or it's going to trigger something. Or it might be boring. Or I might just feel really alone. Or I might feel awkward. Like, there's, why the hell? You just want to socialize, right? You don't want to be bogged down by all these worries. So the beautiful thing, and this is why I love so much the yoga and the yoga community is that we come together to come into the present moment. On our yoga mats, we work through all that icky, yicky, emotional junk that we're all carrying around. All the distracted thoughts get cleared out. And then what's left is just human beings finally present together. And that's why if you come to my classes, they're community-based. It's not a factory in the door, out the door, next class on a time schedule. It's like a two or three hour experience where we go through this journey together. We check in, we realize the chaotic mess that we all are. We do the ancient practice, we arrive in the present, and then we check in again and laugh with joy at how good we feel together. And that's when the the deep, juicy stories, our sex stories come out, our dating things. We admit the shit we've done in life. And then other people are like, yeah, I've done that too. I made that mistake too. And all of it comes out. All the dirty laundry comes out because through the practice, it doesn't feel so dirty anymore. It just feels really human. Like your dirty laundry is not dirty laundry. Your dirty laundry is your precious life experience that we want to share together and learn from and connect over. And uh, that's why I stopped, I stopped teaching in studios, public studios, because they have this ticking time of the next class coming and people are coming and going. And I just do privates now. Not private classes, but private, not like one-on-one. I mean, I do do that, but by, I mean I host my own studio and it runs, my, it runs the way I want, which is one class in a day and it's a long class and it is togetherness and if you're listening to this and you've been in my classes then you know and if you have only ever practiced with me online then I hope that I hope that you're still getting the medicine you're still getting some connection and empowerment through this digital format and I hope that one day you can come and take a class with me in person So come find me, come find where I'm teaching, come find more of my videos and more of my podcast. Um, Shawwild.com is where you can find me. And um, on my website, that's where you're going to be able to find all my yoga, my yoga, my yoga videos, yoga classes that are both video and audio. Also, I make music and I sing to my students And you can hear me perform live music in the yoga classes. And I've got my songs on there. And my songs are on YouTube, too. Um, And if you come to my studio and do yoga here, you'll be surrounded by all my paintings. Because when I'm not teaching yoga, I'm making music and I'm making paintings. I'm painting. I'm making art. So you can see all the stuff that I'm creating on my website. You can take yoga classes with me. And you can get on my newsletter. And I will email you events 
info, like events happening in my studio, new yoga classes. If I'm going to sell a painting, you'll know about it. If I release a new song, you'll know about it. Um, and I also, I just want to be connected to you so that if you have any questions, um, you want me to create a special class, like a yoga class, you got something going on in your life, you can send me a message and tell me what's going on. And I might make a video for you and post it online. The whole world can do the class, but it was inspired by you. And, um, you know, that's how connected we are. Is we, You speak up for what you need. I'll serve that need. And a whole bunch of other people will get their needs met too because you spoke up and asked for it. So if you'd like to request a custom yoga class from me, send me an email. Shaw at shawwild.com. And that's spelled C-H-A-W-I-L-D-E. Cool. Have a beautiful day. And I look forward to practicing with you tomorrow.